This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number 90, Why I Ditched a Conference. Hi there, and welcome to session number 90, wow, 90, (laughs) of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get to talk about two of my biggest passions and the transformation that I've experienced through dance and business. And I also get to share some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance as they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, Flexible Fitness. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Tick, Tick, Tick. In our freestyle flow segment, a creative canvas. And in our feature presentation, why I ditched a conference. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Kalida Bech, dancer, choreographer, teacher, and entrepreneur, coming to you from Germany. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that can help you succeed. I was in a recent conversation with an entrepreneur who we both agreed that taking care of yourself, exercising, fitness is a non-negotiable when you're an entrepreneur because you want to be operating optimally and at your peak. And so we were talking about CrossFit and dance and yoga, which of course I'm always talking about anyway. And the step to success that I want to share that I think you'll find really helpful is a website called ZenRes, and I've linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 090. And hopefully you can find this in your city, but they're adding cities. They're adding different cities all the time. So hopefully if you don't have it in your city, it will come to your city. And what it is, is they offer discounted classes with no membership fees or contracts for different studios. And so I've taken a bunch of classes and they have limited spots at these discounted rates. And what they do is they post what's called daily Zen by nine o'clock the the prior evening. And then you can book your class and it's really easy. And I've also linked an affiliate code, my affiliate code. That way, if you want to use it, you can get $10 applied to your class and then I can get $10 as well. So it's a win-win. So again, fitness, such an important component in your daily life and making time for it. It's just so critical. And I hope that you can check out ZenRes. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. So it's hard to say what dance style is my favorite because I love so many styles and aspects of different styles. And the one I want to share in the Dancer's Dialect this week is from Reggae Dance Hall, and it's a step called Ticking. And it is where you do these isolations and you stop at a point. It's very defined, but it's also very ooh, juicy and groovy. I love the dance house style. It's very, gosh, good. It's organic. It's juicy. It's groovy. It's thick. It's syrupy. I'm thinking of food again, right? Too. 
<laughs> but I've linked a video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero nine zero that shows you how to do ticking. And it's very different from isolations in terms of what you would do like in jazz class. And I had to differentiate that when I started taking dance hall, which I don't do very often. And there's actually this class I want to take in LA called Reggae Dance Hall. And it looks so good. I cannot wait to take it. I just haven't made the time to take it. So it's on my list, of course. But you'll notice if you compare isolations when you're stopping in jazz, as opposed to isolations with ticking, you'll see the difference because of the way that the movement stops. But the cool thing is that you can incorporate the ticking into any style of dance. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? A creative canvas, also known as your body. I've taken a recent interest in body painting and the possibilities that your body can do when you have an artist put amazing colors and designs on your body. And I've recently become interested in this artist, and I hope I pronounce his name right. It's Johannes Stuttered. I think I've linked his information in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero nine zero. And it is incredible what he does with bodies and his visions with animals. And oh my, <laughs> it looks really cool. And I think part of my fascination with it is, first of all, it being artistic. And secondly, growing up with a very strict viewpoint of what is acceptable and what is considered quote unquote taboo and what is considered beautiful and body imaging and what is allowed and all that kind of stuff. And having someone that explores these concepts on bodies is very fascinating to me. So when that happens, I will let you know when I do it. <laughs> I have to look at more information, but it's been my recent um, fascination lately. It, of course, like I said, being artistic and beautiful to look at. And it'll be interesting to see what you think about it as well. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. When I'm in dance class or at a business conference, I strive to immerse myself completely so that I can learn and absorb and grow. But that wasn't the case this time at a recent business conference I went to. And the reason for that is because I ditched it early. I only went to one day of the three days and I was fine with that. And it's taken me a long time to come to that point because in the past, if I had gone to business conferences, well, there's, there was definitely this expectation that you would stay for the complete duration. And if you didn't, or if you even thought about not staying, you would be reprimanded and treated differently by your associates or by your mentors. And so I'm so glad that I'm past that now. <laughs> and I'm so glad that business is different in most places where it is a free choice. And being an entrepreneur, it of course, it's your choice to do what you want to do and take from things and learn from things that are applicable and that will help you and your business grow. And so I hope that in sharing this more than anything that you can see 
that it's important to acknowledge where you're at and that it's neither right nor wrong and that there's this journey that you're on and to honor that journey. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. And a lot of times it won't make sense to people around you and you have to be okay with that. So it's taken me a long time to even say those kinds of things to myself, let alone to to people that are listening to this podcast. And of course, it's a learning experience and I learned quite a bit. And so these are a couple of things that I've observed in that one day and (laughs) things that I really appreciated and some things that I would just kind of leave behind. But here goes. So in line, waiting in line to register, waiting in any line for me is a test of patience and I don't always pass the test. (laughs) And I really didn't prefer their method of registration. I thought it was a little bit too complicated. And the people behind me that were waiting were not happy and they were very vocal about it. So I think more than anything, it was maybe not so much the process, but just uh, being exposed to that negative vibe was more nerving on me than anything else. So that's probably what it was with the test of patience. So again, I have to learn to be patient, right? And Then when I went inside, it was a little bit different than I expected. The chairs were a little bit too close for my comfort. I really like the classroom style seating, whether it's round tables or rows. I love having the tables there to be able to set up my laptop or my notebook and and not feel like a can of like I'm in a can of sardines. (laughs) So, you know, I understand spacing and stuff, but I've been in bigger conferences with more people that had classroom style sitting. So I whatever for whatever reason, that's how it was. And I think I just felt a little bit pressured because there were way too many people facilitating the seating arrangements. And I think it was just to really do a crowd control, but it was a little bit too much controlled for me. What I did appreciate was we had to journal in the beginning before the session even started. And so I really liked that. I really liked being able to sit there and think about the questions they asked us and being able to write that. And I thought that was a really great way to start off the session. Another thing I liked is how they stress to honor people if they appear to be getting out of their comfort zone, whether taking the microphone and asking a question or making a comment or participating, or you see someone that's really, really getting involved and participating. And so I really like that honoring the other person that way. And I think that should be a practice anyway. In our daily life, we get so consumed with what we have to do, that we forget to stop and maybe notice some things, it could be something little that someone is doing well and acknowledge them for it. So I really liked how they emphasize that. One thing that was really difficult in the beginning, but turned out to be one of the biggest blessings was we had to go around the room and find random people, (laughs) strangers, they were all strangers for me, for sure. I didn't know anybody going in there and look at them and tell them and ask them, well, first of all, you had to ask them, what do you see that is good and beautiful inside me? And they had to look in your eyes and find what it was that they saw. That was really difficult. First of all, for me, it wasn't so much like I really liked doing that to another person. I loved taking a moment and looking at them and really being able to see who they are. And I was amazed that I was able to pinpoint some of the things and they were like shocked that I knew certain things. And that was so gratifying for me that I was able to encourage and uplift someone without knowing them. 
And then some of the comments I got too, I was really touched and really honored. And so I loved that exercise, even though for me initially, it was really uncomfortable to ask someone, oh, you see something good in me or beautiful. And to first of all, acknowledge yourself that there's something good and beautiful inside you, you know, and but being able to do that for someone else was just an incredible gift. So I really liked that exercise. Okay, so (laughs) I want to end positively. But the reason I ditched the conference is because what I was looking for was not there. I got what I needed in terms of what we did the first day. And so I felt empowered just by a few of the exercises we did. But I found that as we were going along, a lot of the questions and focus were on people who had excuses. And most of the people around me were quite negative. Although I loved the speaker and the person that put on the event, I loved his energy. I loved how he phrased things. I got a lot. I took quite a bit of notes that first day just from what he talked about. But what drained me was the the whole seating process and the people around me asking questions and making comments about how this wasn't working and this wasn't working. And here he was offering the best that he had. And yet everything that he said was shot down with excuses. And so I really felt that as an energy drain. And I thought, you know, the reason he's putting this on is because he is trying to give you solutions. And you're arguing with him with these, you know, these solutions, and he's helped all these people and you're arguing with him. So the people that I met too, it was very, oh, gosh, the energy for me, it was extremely draining. And I thought, I I'm here to get energy to um to learn not to be drained and so I thought okay I'm not I just can't come back because I've gotten all the good things that I wanted from it and I can't expose myself to the bad things I don't want to say bad things just the undesirable negative energy that seemed to be really prevalent in that room and hopefully that changed throughout the course of the meeting but I felt for the first time that I made the right decision in terms of that kind of environment for a conference where I didn't feel obligated just for obligation's sake and guilty that I had to attend the whole thing because of some sort, some expectation that someone had of myself. And now for anybody else, that could have been an easy thing to do. But for me, for getting rid of guilt and obligation and feeling like I had to do something to please someone is a big, big step for me. So I hope that you feel that you are free to make the decisions that are right for you, for your family, for your situation, without being made to feel that there's something wrong with you, or that you need to be made to feel guilty that you made the wrong decision. And so I hope (laughs) that that's been helpful. And of course, it's not my desire to skip conferences or skip things that I've invested in and that kind of thing. But sometimes you have to make the decisions that are that you feel that are right at that particular moment in time. And I think you'll know. And my hope is that this has been some encouragement for you that you do have great intuition and you do know how to make the right decisions at the right time. curious in knowing how you deal with attending business conferences that are not necessarily what you expected, whether good or bad. I would love to get your feedback and you can go to annettebone.com forward slash 090 where you can also find the show notes to this session. 
And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe either in iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And that way I can continue improving the podcast and give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to spending time with you again soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.